Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Home and Body Improvement Show. It's your boy, Coach Potts. I realize I don't really know most of you or any of you, so I, but I'm guessing if we did meet, we would be boys. If you haven't yet, go to CoachPotts.com, sign up for that newsletter, or don't. I don't care. I stopped caring a while ago. And uh, today, we're just going to kind of play it by the seat of our pants. We'll see how it goes. All I know is we're creeping toward episode number 50, Home and Body Improvement Show. Enjoy it. that is right coach Potts is in the house man I know you guys were like man where is this guy Ben and the truth is um I've been nowhere it's it's not like a exciting story I got nothing for you uh just I was working on a documentary and that is now in the dumper so I've officially moved on to whatever my next project is even though I don't have one lined up uh, I have a feeling that one of them is going to fall into my lap soon let's just go ahead and hope that so uh, is that actually going to happen? Who knows? However, I do know that um, I've got several topics working. But here's the thing. I need to get my priorities straight. I enjoy doing the fitness and stuff. I enjoy making the films. Uh, I can't let one t- take over the other. And I felt like if I had gone forward with this project that I had started, the one I flew out to Reno for, that it would have really taken over for... It just would, it would have been a very, very huge time commitment, and I just wasn't willing to do that. So uh, what do I do instead? That's a good question. Um, I'm going to uh, take my time, find something that I like, find a topic that's interesting to me, and kind of go forward from there. So that's where El Coach Pozzarino is, and I'm not going to make any more promises about anything, which is primarily why I didn't share this project in the first place. I just felt like um, it was one of those things where, you know, you say too much and then you under-deliver, I'd rather under-promise and over-deliver, and... um, I'm not saying I'm not going to make a documentary. I'm just saying it's not going to be about the topic that I initially chose. So that's all I got to say about that. But I will talk a little bit about Trolls. And I don't mean that really bad movie. Wasn't there a movie called Trolls or something like that? It was like these little midget mutant creeps like running around killing people and stuff. And What is a troll? That's a good question. Uh, to me, the internet trolls are the people that make comments on posts who literally add zero value, who only bring negativity, and will continue to engage with you if you are dumb enough to engage with them first. I should say second, because they usually make the first contact. Like you'll put a post, like I put a post up and I said, hey, made a documentary. This is kind of what happened. I'm looking for a little bit of advice um, how to kind of break ties with the original subject. And this one douche nozzle had the audacity to say something kind of nasty. And I kind of just wrote him back, hey, uh, you know, if, I think it would be beneficial to the group if you shared, you know, one of your mistakes and uh, hopefully we can learn from it. I said something relatively diplomatic of that vein and he wrote back, we're not talking about me. And then he kind of like made a comment about being a fitness and nutrition expert. Like, what well, if you spend, maybe if you spend as much time doing documentary films as you do doing fitness and nutrition, you wouldn't have these issues. I was just like, dude, you're a troll. And it took me a half a second to realize it. And then once I did, I just blocked him and deleted all his comments and closed the uh, comment thread and, and moved on with my life, man. Uh, to me, trolls are the equivalent of a dog barking. So if you're ever walking down the street and you hear a dog bark, do you get offended? No. Is it annoying? Yes. Do you think twice about it once it's over? 
Probably not. And there are keyboard warriors who, believe me, it you could waste your time and energy tracking them down and doing your best to serve justice by making them try to feel bad because that's only reason that they contacted you in the first place was to make you feel bad. But I am telling you right now, I don't know who you are. I don't know who your subject is. But trying to contact these people is a waste of energy. That's why they're called trolls. So uh, I've been a victim of it. I will continue to be a victim of, of it, no doubt. Uh, and I don't have any issues with it regardless because uh, I don't care. You know, at some point you got to just say, uh, it really is not worth my time to even engage. But it's a lesson I continually learn, so I'm not going to um, harp on it too much longer. Um, what is going on in terms of my physical fitness? I did something that I, I don't know I would recommend definitely, but I am a fitness professional for those of you who uh, have been following the show. And I bought two benches from Rep Fitness that were very similar to each other, the AB5000 and the AB5200. Now, the 5200 is a dynamite bench, and it's the one I got first. I assembled it, and I liked it, but then the AB5000 came, uh, became available, and it's the bench I've been waiting a couple months to get. The only difference, the major difference, I should say, is that you can do a decline option on the AB5000. So I've been toying around with the idea. I have yet to unbox the second bench, but I think I'm going to make a vlog of it, compare the two benches, keep the one I like, and sell the one that I don't. And I'm telling you, man... Um, Selling stuff on Facebook and Facebook Marketplace is just lower whatever you think you're going to sell it for. Just multiply that by 0.5 because you're probably going to get half of what you initially think it's worth. And then the people that you're dealing with, some of them are good people. I'd say about 95 of them, 95 percent of them just suck. So you're going to get a lot of a, is this available? And you're going to write yes, and then you're never going to hear from again. Or you're going to get, is this available? Yeah. Well, here's 30 percent of what you are asking. It's just like now. Nah. Um, I did, you know, I had a lens I wanted to sell. I listed it for $450. Uh, guy off, a lot of people offered $300. And I was like, go scratch. Uh, I actually put this, I'll put the laughing emoji and then I write good one. Uh, but this guy, you know, he really wanted it and he was super cool. And I just said, $450 and it's yours. And he said, absolutely. And he asked me if I was, you know, also selling a camera bag. I sold him a camera bag and a tripod, way underpriced. Gave him the lens, the bag, the tripod, $460. Uh, when I got there, you know, he had the body for the camera. He just needed the lens. Seemed like a super cool dude. I showed him how to use the lens properly, some camera settings, stuff like that. You know, every now and again, you'll get someone like that. And you're like, okay, I, get, I realize these people are human. That's awesome. Um, and you can almost always tell just by how they, I was going to say conversate, but that's not a word, how they converse via, you know, their messages. That's why I'm always asking dumb questions. I think I've talked about this before on the show where, if you want something, you're purchasing it from another person online, you always ask them dumb questions like, you know, where did you get it? Have you, what kind of condition is it? And stuff that you probably already know or don't care about just to see how they answer. And if they give you full sentences or what they say seems plausible, there's a good chance that they might actually be a good person and they're just trying to sell a product online. And they're not a troll and they're not a douche and they're not a fucking, you know, turd because there's a lot of those out there. Let's move on. Um... So, oh yeah, the bench. So I plan on selling the bench. What I paid for it, I'd like to get what I paid for it. I don't want to eat the money, but I did wait several months for this other bench to become available. Like like literally since January, I've been looking and uh, it finally popped. I finally got it. I'm good to go. And so I don't need two high quality benches. I only need one. So I will list the other and see what happens. We will see what happens and you will continue to listen to podcasts 
to find out what happened because I know you'll have difficulty sleeping until it's sold. So, And I don't want to leave you hanging, man. I don't want to leave you hanging. Uh, weather sucks. Again, I don't know why. I thought it would be warmer by now. It was actually snowing today. I'm, w- I'm pulling. I'm waiting to put in those flower boxes. I know I've mentioned them several times on the show before. The show. Is that what you want to call this piece of shit? Uh, I know I've mentioned that several times, but I actually do want to get these like cast iron type flower boxes that have like this bedding that I see a lot of places and are way more durable than the wooden boxes I had before that fell apart on me. Um, I, you know, I just need to do a couple of some shopping, but I don't want to buy them before, you know, it, the, the last freeze happens because the last thing I want to do is plant a bunch of flowers and then have them die on me. They're going to die on me eventually, but I'm hoping they don't die until September. Um, I don't know. It's like a lesson that took me. I seem to learn it every year for the first like two or three years. It's like, oh yeah, you need to water those things every day. That's kind of how it works with, you know, plants. Uh, I was like, nah, they grow in nature. You know, it doesn't rain every day. Why do you have to water them every day? I don't know. I mean, even saying that now, that kind of makes sense, right? But however, that's just how it works with these flower boxes and herbs, my little herb garden. Uh, So yeah, no, I am... uh, Looking forward to buying these things, installing these things. I'll make a video for it. Don't you worry. Um, but other than that, uh, that's one of the few things I'm looking forward to. Other than kind of rearranging some furniture in my house, not doing some metaphorical feng shui here. I'm literally trying to rearrange some furniture I own, like a couch and a chair and all that type of stuff. Uh, just taking too much space. Don't ever use it. I've actually set up my apartment to like feasibly house like 20 people. And the number of times I've had more than like 10 people at my place is I could probably count on one hand. So it's it's not a party house anymore. It's just, it never really was to begin with. I don't know why I set up my place for that. It's just me. So I want to get one of those reclining uh, couches and a nice recliner. You know, I could choose which one I want to sit in. Life is good. Uh, but uh, another waste of money, I guess, man. That's a problem when you have money, man. You just got to spend it. And then you end up buying dumb things like new couches and stuff. But the old couch I do have kind of sucks. And uh, it it lasted a good six, seven years, and it's time to get rid of it. I don't know. I, I would love to buy You know, I paid a decent penny for it. I wish it would last me 20 years, but that's just not how furniture works these days. I don't know if it, they ever work that way. That's not true. Like, like, like dressers and bedroom furniture in particular, my dad still has the original bedroom set that he and my mom bought. It must have been 1980 because, yeah, I mean, they, we moved into this house – we moved to the house that I grew in probably around 80, 81, and they've had that bedroom since, man, that's 41, 42 years, geez. Uh, and he still has it, and no issues with it. You know, it is a bedroom set. I mean, it's not like, it, you know, whatever. It's a piece of wood, but um, decorative piece of wood, I might add. However, I think he's finally uh, going to get rid of it. It's been a while. Uh, I grew up, too, where I think a lot of houses used to have dining rooms. So we had a full-blown dining room set. That we used at best twice a year, like Thanksgiving, maybe Christmas, and that was it. So when we moved to a smaller house, we got rid of all that stuff. But obviously, the bedroom set continued, um, made it to the new house, made it to the new houses, I should say. In fact, this is probably the fourth or fifth place I've seen my dad live. One, two, three. I guess the fourth house. And uh, this bedroom set's made it all. So when it comes to things like bedroom sets, yeah, spend the extra penny. Um, When it comes to things like couches, yeah. Just realize that it's probably going to last six, seven years, then you're going to need a new one. Or somehow figure out a way to get the the cushions, the like new cushions. Um, I'm just saying that I think this couch has run its course, and I'm looking for new ones, primarily because uh, I don't need 
a couch that's gigantic, enormous like the one I have. So that's all I got to say about why do I keep doing this Forrest Gump clothes on all my quote unquote short, short stories? They're more just anecdotal mind droppings, but uh, nonetheless, hope you're enjoying this shit. Um, I, I just feel like if I was working for a podcast company that they would have like fired me by now, you know, they would have said like, um, yeah, uh, thanks, but no thanks. You, uh, clearly don't put any effort into this. Uh, you clearly don't put any effort into this podcast and because of that, we're going to fire you. Or it would just be, you know, there's another thing too. I was talking to my good friend and he's like, you know what? If you're going to fire someone, shoot him in the head. Don't, don't give him five to the chest and watch him bleed out. Uh, I know for a fact he got that from the movie Moneyball, which for some reason made me want to watch a bunch of clips on YouTube of Moneyball, which all the clips were great. And I kind of want to watch the movie again. That was like a good movie. Uh, I have been watching several documentaries, Netflix, of course, and I just finished um, This is a Robbery about uh, Massachusetts Museum had this like, you know, 12 or 15 pieces of art stolen back in like 87. Haven't found it. Haven't found the guy. Sorry if I spoiled it for you. Decent documentary. Decent meaning I think they could have done it in two parts and they did it in four, so it was twice as long as it needed to be. Documentary I'm currently watching, White Boy, after White Boy Rick, who, uh, not going to spoil that one because that one's actually kind of worth watching. It's a very fast-paced documentary. It seems like relatively low budget, but it's an interesting topic and the editing is done pretty well, so I like it. I just didn't like the way they shot some of the interviews. Uh, again, I, I pontificate about documentaries. It is my destiny to make a damn another documentary. If you know a documentary topic, send it my way, Andy at CoachPots.com. I probably won't use it, and if I do, I probably won't give you credit. But I do need to get these creative juices flowing again. You know, stop stewing in the negativity. Uh, went for a run not too long ago using Zwift again. Seems to work on my phone just fine. Does not seem to work on my desktop. It, it does kind of suck when you lean on technology. Um, for instance, like I like to run with Zwift on the screen when I use my treadmill when back in the day, I'm just glad to have a treadmill and back in the day, I didn't even have a treadmill, I'd just go run outside, you know? And, uh, now that I got a treadmill with technology, meaning a screen with a caricature that keeps pace with me while I run, um, it makes it a lot more fun, but it also makes it more difficult to do when it's not around. So what do they call that? Reliant? I'm kind of reliant on some of this stuff. Um, but at 15 bucks a, a month, I feel like this thing should work. But it's not its not the app's fault. It's the PC's fault. I don't know. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I'm, again, it, do, it doesn't really matter. This is what happens when you don't plan your podcast out in advance. You just get brain droppings, which is... It doesn't sound good. You know why? Because it isn't good. That's why. So um, I think we're going to wrap this up, folks. 15 minutes, just keeping the whistle wet. I hope it didn't bore you too much. I feel like I did. But uh, it doesn't matter. You know what? No one keeps, no one sends me any questions about fitness. Therefore, this is what you get. You just get me babbling into a microphone. So hope you enjoyed it. I doubt it because I didn't. So if you did, that would make one of us. But even if you said you did, I don't believe you. So I'm still going with zero. Even if you were like, Coach, I really enjoyed that podcast. I'd be like, you're a liar. And we still have zero people who enjoyed what just happened here. That's a, that's a good way of describing this podcast. It's, what just happened here? Like, we don't even have, have a name for it. That's how bad it was. Uh, take care of yourself. Send me questions. Sign up for my newsletter, coachpods.com. Love to hear from you folks. That's why I do this. Although I've never heard from anyone, really. But maybe one day. Maybe one day. You know? We can only hope. Uh, take care.